I don't know. What's up with Simpleton? I think Simpleton is gay. I think all of them are wrong. What is this? Like, why? What exactly are you doing know. with the gay lover? Welcome to the Books and Bumrolls podcast. I'm Paulette. I'm Juliette. Okay, so today we're doing the House of Mirth movie. 2000. Yeah, 2000. Last time, last episode, we read the book. We loved it. We were frustrated with Lily Bart, but it was an amazing book. I think you're supposed to be frustrated with her. Yeah, she is a frustrating, annoying character at times. And Selden, how about Selden? Oh, so oh, oh, back to little bitch Selden, are we? <laughs> now that you've seen the movie, how do you okay. like that Selden now? Wait, wait. What? The actor looks slimy. No, Selden looks slimy. There's a slimy quality to this one. Like, oh. there's something filthy going on with him. He was definitely like a porn actor. Yeah. They both were. A 70s porn. Some scenes were, exactly. Oh, exactly. Yeah. You know that much about it. I so. do. I'm a very big fan of the bush. <laughs> That I know. That I know. How do you know? People are gonna think things now. Yeah. Okay, so overall, what's your impression of the movie? Hate it. Hated it. Yeah, it is, absolutely. It is so bad, I don't even know what to say. I'm yeah. outraged. This is gonna be a two-second episode, like, okay, we disliked it, it didn't do justice, goodbye. Uh, it's not that it didn't do justice. To me, the, the book was good as yeah. a literary work, and sometimes there are things that are supposed to be un understood, and they're not. That's because we don't... We, when I say we, I mean peasants. We don't practice the subtleties. Speak, speak for yourself. I'm so We're dignified born in the same bed. and distinguished. <laughs> yes, especially right now with your spanks. I'm not wearing spanks. I am and just that? a dress, as usual. Yes, of course. A 50s dress, is that what you're dreaming in your head? <laughs> Well, I don't know. I thought I thought it's not that the um, it was not a fair representation of the book. They almost took everything that was wrong with the book and magnified it. Exactly. Kinda. And the weird jumpiness that I didn't understand. Well, first of all, bad acting, bad yeah. directing, because I think in the lot. Uh, there was a lot of good actors that yeah. we know today are, are great. Jillian Anderson, saw, yeah, uh, the woman that plays uh, Bertha, was she Laura Linney, I think. Um, uh, Grace, Grace Stepney, the actress. Grace, Grace Stepney, Stepney, we saw her yeah. in a lot of places. There's a lot of good good act great actors, but the thing is, I think the directing was so bad. I think so. Yeah, so bad directing... Bad acting and also bad editing, you know, the jumpiness of it. Yeah, exactly. You didn't know what was happening. Yeah, from place to place, from scene to scene, some people appeared out of goddamn nowhere. Well, that's in the directing. Yeah. Like, we have a scene, we set the scene, and we have kind of close shots. So we don't have an idea of what's going on uh, in the whole place. Like, we don't know they're sitting on a porch, mm. where the porch is situated. Yeah, is yeah, there yeah. an access, like, someone could come... Uh, from the outside and uh, be upon them that suddenly. Yeah. <laughs> like Selden in the first scene exactly. at Bellamont. Just bam in the screen. I'm here. <laughs> no, he said, I came after all. Yeah. Yeah, Selden, such come. pleasure to see you, dipshit. Great. <laughs> you know, aside from hating it, I hated it, I don't know what to say. I really think it betrayed a lot of uh, a lot of things. I did, it didn't give me the feeling of slow descent into misery and tragedy, that slow dread you get, and the, the feeling of 
you really want to do something in the place of Lily. You feel that she can do so many things to change her situation, and then she doesn't. And in she this, could. And she could so easily. But in this movie, I didn't get anything bec- it, because it was badly ju- paced. The pace, thank you. That's why I'm yeah. talking about editing and I think directing also. So the editing is... Uh, we're jumping from... Uh, from setting to setting, from uh, scene to scene, we don't know what's happening. She's in Europe, now she's back in New York. And the slow descent, which was the main attraction for me Absolutely. of the book, was th- this, uh, yeah, her social descent. At the beginning, she held such an enviable position. Here in the movie, she's behaving badly from the... Well, she was was behaving. She was a streetwalk. She was a porn (laughs) actress. From the first scene at the station. She had a bit of a promiscuous air about her. Exactly. Like... And Selden, of course, he was a porn star. And a bad, (laughs) bad porn actor. Not a star, sorry. You should never call that a star. Yeah. He wouldn't have made it. Should we go to my place? I have something to show you. (laughs) Did he say that? No, I just added it. <laughs> no, don't add. I, like, w- when you take the dialogue, as Edith Wharton wrote it. But in the book, it was... He accompanied her outside the train station. Yeah. And even coming with her, like, occupying the few empty... Like, the little time she had. She didn't go, Oh, Mr. Selden, come to my rescue. <laughs> it wasn't like that. Yeah. You don't do the promiscuous thing great, but good try. <laughs> Really? That wasn't good? Okay, let me try again. Oh, why? <laughs> why don't you come up to my place then? Oh, maybe I shall. Did she say that? Yeah. What did she say? She, she said, I don't know what she I'll said. I'll risk it, I think. Yeah. Oh, said. yeah, maybe I shall risk it. She had a breathy quality to her, like how she talked. I think that's, that's uh, what made her. Gillian Anderson because I saw oh. a series and it was about a serial rapist and murderer. So, you know, that's my cup of tea. Okay, how charming. <laughs> how charming. And it ruined it for me because she was the chief detective yeah. and she was always speaking like that. In some... Oh, you like killing women. She was like that all the time. This is weird. Mm. M- but maybe that's just her. But she's an actress, I mean. She must know. She has a range. But here, everyone was bad. Everyone. It's not just Yeah, it her. was the whole thing. The only one I liked was Bertha. Bertha was great. Yeah, because she had kind of... She's nasty, still nasty. As nasty yeah. as in the book, but with a nice smiling face. Oh, that was horrifying. That was so scary. Mm. Like, uh, she, you know she has a knife in hand, but you can't see it and you can't do anything about it. And she did it in such... It wasn't subtle, but it was still hidden under the facade of uh, the socialite. She it knows was how to swim these waters. Exactly. And Lily doesn't. You know, in the last scene... Last, last scene. Not the last meeting when she's a working girl. Yeah, when? Before. When Rosedale tells her to give the letters. Oh, when she, the meeting arranged by... Uh, yeah, Carrie. by uh, Carrie Fisher. He tells her something great that kind of explained the whole thing to me. He said, in these kind of arrangements... Bus- oh, yeah. In this kind of business, you cannot come out with clean hands. So you must be willing to dirty yourself somewhere or other. And Lily, in her... She is very innocent in some ways. Uh, she, she expects to keep her hands clean. And that's not possible. You think that's out of uh, naivete? Uh, I think innocence. that's out uh, out of naivete because she puts herself again and again in very compromising situations. She doesn't seem to realize it. The That's what I was always wondering. 
why does she think she can, as you say, keep her hands clean mm. and uh, still be with these horrid people and with the horrid dealings? I don't know how, for example, the thing of distracting the husband while his wife yeah. is having an affair. She knew. She knew she was there for it. In the movie, because today we're talking about the movie, not the book. Yeah. So whatever they could... I know, it's difficult, you know. In a book you can develop uh, ideas and all that. In the movie, so they did it just with a phone call. Bertha... Asking her to join them in the Mediterranean. In the Mediterranean. She goes, oh, you're the only one that can, uh, that can occupy, occupy my, husband. Uh, my husband and kind of bear his stories that he's been yeah. telling since the Civil War. And Lily goes, she says something like, um, oh, kind of, uh, George isn't all that bad. Yeah. I, how is it acceptable? That's the woman's husband. Why are you even associating with these people? I think Lily isn't as innocent as much as she's willing to do things without really thinking. You said it while we were in the book episode. She's, she doesn't think. She, she takes last-minute decisions out of absolutely nowhere. So in this, I think she's not as much innocent as willing to pay any price. So people really do what they want with her because they know how she's bought. That She wants to live in a luxurious surrounding actually she does say it here the scene with uh, her aunt when she tells her about the uh, gambling debts yeah. and she tells her that one must do what uh, one set does i'm living with these exactly. people so i must do what they do no she didn't although it is explained at the beginning of the book it is not here in the movie it's not mm. really obvious why she has to play bridge for money it is explained in the book it's kind of since she's a guest and since she's kind of a poor relative that we tolerate, she must entertain. And one of the ways of entertaining yeah. is playing bridge. But I am sure she would have had ways exactly. to avoid playing. Just Especially with her talents. With her talents. She has other social talents. So yeah. she could have kind of paid her uh, stay with them in other ways. And a friend like uh, Judy Trenner at the beginning, she was kind of a good friend. She tried to help her with Guy... Uh, yeah. What's his name? Gus... No, Gus Trenner. No, no, not Gus Trenner. Damn it. Percy Grice. Oh, Percy Grice. Guy so Percy. Boring. I don't know. <laughs> Even his <laughs> name Percy. is boring. <laughs> yeah, she tried to help her with Percy Grice. And when she asked to let out, to be let out of uh, playing cards... Yeah, she understood she just, completely. Yeah, no, so you won't be expected to play, okay. Everybody made it so she she will look like the perfect bride for Percy. Yeah, they tried to help her. Yeah. Actually, I'm thinking about another example where she compromises herself and you see that she is not the innocent uh, jeune fille mariée, as she calls herself at the yeah. beginning. With Gus Trenner in the, oh, you're in the carriage. The scene in the carriage was very suggestive to me. It was, yeah, in the book, it was described that she was flirting with him and knowing what she was doing. She knew what she wanted to get from him. She knew that he was a man that wanted some attention from a beautiful woman. And also she played the card of um, him being kind of more clever, a little bit, than his wife. Yeah, understanding her better than uh, her own sex and things like that. No, she doesn't think that for a minute. No, I don't oh, think so. Oh, sometimes I think that men understand me more than my own sex. No, you yeah, don't. No, you don't think not. that. <laughs> Especially not from Gus Trenner. Look, yeah, and he was so happy when she told him that uh, Judy doesn't understand her. Exactly. And he goes, oh, I could have told... I could have told Judy that. And in the book, he repeats it many times because he's never right with Judy. <laughs> yeah. He's always in the wrong. This is such a, a talent. I don't know if you call it that with Lily to stroke every man exactly where he needs it. Sort of. I'm th disgusting imagery, but whatever. <laughs> I wasn't thinking about anything filthy. Excuse you. Uh, yeah, you're going to be like with Lily Bart. Oh, I will not stoop to showing the letters. But oh, she... 
she flirts openly for money with, for, with the man. Yeah. man. So, she, yeah, she wanted him. No, she didn't want him, of course, to give her to money. To give her money. There, he entrapped her. This is the thing with Lily. I think she always thinks she can dip a toe in the filthy water. Thank you. Exactly, but never bathe in them. I think she thinks herself so talented and so clever in these yeah. social ways yeah. that she can get what other people get, other women get, with always keeping her reputation intact. And she got played and got played hard. Yeah. And of course, when you think yourself so clever, and this is Lily all over, She yeah. never thinks anything bad can happen to her. And I think it comes from the education, from the mother. It's a whole mess from the start. Mm. She was never being given a chance, a fair chance of being normal. Yeah, we all start with something. We start with baggage. I mean, we yeah, all start yeah. with a certain kind of upbringing, a certain kind of... Uh, genetic material that makes yeah. you so she was as it happens very beautiful and very talented in as you say stroking men's egos and the only thing that she is expected of her is to be married and to have a good marriage not a good marriage in in the yeah. sense of a good marriage like values yeah. no a good marriage in, in the sense of money uh just before i forget i f i thought of something uh during the book actually i forgot to say it last week Because when I saw the scene here in the movie, I remembered it. When we see uh, Carrie Fisher's child, and uh, Rosedale was playing with her, towards the end of the of the book. Yeah. And I thought, this is the first child we see. There are no children. Oh. No children in the book. That is true, ever. And they None. must all have children. They must. Now I thought, of course, they're very rich, so they must yeah. have... Nanny, uh, an army of nannies uh, and children are in the nursery and maybe yeah. their parents see them twice a day If to say good morning and good night. Twice a day, that's a lot, I think. <laughs> to say good night, kiss good night. Yeah. But I thought, you know, because marriage is so important in their set. It's yeah. all about hunting for husbands. Absolutely. It's all about the position that marriage gives you. But apparently children are not... A thought at all. No. Maybe children are thought of as... Um, Something to keep your the family name going, but mm. not really persons of, the, of their own. It's just a family thing. That's what you do. You have children and you have money and name and estate or whatever. No, but the fact that uh, they're not even mentioned. Like, I think say, it's it's more of a business transaction than marriage. anything. Absolutely. For women, it gives them the money that they can't uh, earn on their own. And for men, it gives him the social position given to a married man. If he's like Rosedale, he doesn't have it already. Yeah. Because a man who has it already doesn't need... No. I, a man, a bachelor, can't receive and make the relations that a married man can. Oh, of course. Yeah. It helps him in his social yeah, life. Yeah. No, I guess what I meant is how is uh, I was surprised when I saw that child. Maybe if I never saw a child the whole book, I wouldn't yeah. have wondered where are the children. It's true. It's like that scene uh, Carrie's child. And she has such a kind of a fast life, a Carrie Fisher. Exactly. She had a child. You want If to I had a child today, I wouldn't know how to handle it. It's weird. She was moving from house to house. I think children were kept in her house in tuxedo. Probably boarded somewhere, yeah, I would some, say. Yeah, 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 yeah like probably. Like boarding school. Exactly. Uh, no, I thought uh, another thing also, the obsession with marriage, that's what I mean. Like today, if you find a woman who's obsessed with marriage, I know today we have more freedom, so probably if someone wants to get married, it would be just to be married, you know, to mm -hmm. have companionship or whatever. But then it was for social position and 
practically for survival for women. Absolutely, it's the only way you can be safe. For a woman uh, like Lily, who's uh, nearing 30 and not married, how is children not part of the of, of the, the deal? Exactly, because anyone who marries her, it's kind of they. If he doesn't have time to have, let's say, uh, I don't know how many children, it, it must come into it because since it is a business transaction, so he saves her from yes. celibacy, even if it's not poverty, even if it's just celibacy, mm. and she gives him the thing that only she can give, which is children. But it's not part of it's it not at all. It's not part of it. It's true. Now that you say it, it's not mentioned at all, but. I think there is this sense of urgency. Urgency on the part of women. Like yeah, Lily. I think so. I think it, it's not mentioned, but it is understood that uh, she has sort of an expiration date. date. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, definitely. No, in the book, we not feel only it. beauty wise, mm. but also I think biologically speaking. So it's all in one and same bundle, maybe. And that, it's not really said. Also, that I didn't like in the movie because in the book it is described how this life is kind of taking a toll on her, yeah. on her beauty. And it could have been done in the movie. I mean, they could have been, they could have done something to her. To... They didn't even do it in the end, when no. she was really, like, fiending. She was as rosy and beautiful as in the beginning. And what I absolutely hated, I think they did it many, many times. Uh, Selden said it, Grace said it, her aunt said it. Looking at her and they say, oh, you look very tired, oh, your color is wrong. You look exhausted. And then you look at her and she looks rosy as a peach. Yeah. Like, it was so wrong. I hated it. She didn't even look slightly pale. Yeah, I was like, what? Yeah, that's blooming health over there. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Especially the scene of the aunt. She looked grey and yellow. Yeah, you would think, oh, ashy lady. Look at yeah. yourself. Well, hello. You calling her tired? So let's start. So from the beginning, there is that uh, scene when she goes with Selden up to his apartment. I hated it because, as you said, she was acting in such an inappropriate manner. Absolutely. Would have been inappropriate for the time. She was kind of making advances. Mm. And that means that Lily was already on the descent. And she wasn't. Yeah. That was the whole thing in the book, that we see her at her peak, even with her age, even with her saying people are getting tired of her. But she is at the peak of her career, let's say. I would have said not at the peak, because probably maybe. the peak would have been maybe towards 20 or 22 or something. Oh, maybe yeah. her peak would have been with the Italian, Italian prince. Italian prince. Okay, and so, from but then it was a downhill A downhill thing. But she was, she was good. She was all right. She was respected. She was invited everywhere. She was sought after. Even Rosedale thought at the at the beginning of the book, just being seen with her yeah. at the train station would have been a success for him. Yeah. This is Lady Bart at the start, but in here we feel her. She has a bit of a breathy, desperate quality to her that I don't desperate. Yeah, desperate with Selden, as if all right. I don't like it because in the book, what we got is a friendship that is kind of old. You yeah, know, it's they been know years. each other for years. They know each other very well. Yeah, so it was kind of an impulsive thing. Exactly. Now, it was wrong of him, of course, to ask her to come up. Because he puts her in a position, if she says no, mm-hmm. it would seem as if, what are you thinking of? I just in- invited you for tea. And if she says yes, it is compromising. Now, I think at the time, and we see it in many examples in the book, a woman can always say no and not justify herself. And it will be taken in a second, in a heartbeat. Oh, it's true. If you argue, it's ungentlemanly. And I loved it. Because nowadays, in modern days, you cannot say no and be understood immediately. This chivalry 
thing it is true not even understood uh kind of even if the man doesn't understand the reasons he doesn't have to argue i loved it i think we missed out on this a lot yeah kind of uh let's say if you were a guy ah uh, not guy what's his name uh, percy grice, percy grice. <laughs> if you were percy grice you wouldn't go to her and say uh, Miss Lily, I expected you yesterday to go with me to the church. Yeah. Why didn't you come? Exactly. I don't think it would have been appropriate for him to ask that. No, it wouldn't have been. This is this is strange. I don't think the response... The res- don't go above your station. Okay. <laughs> I know, I'm going way above my station. Uh, I don't think it takes... Res- I think it takes responsibilities away from a woman a bit. Well, that's why That they done. never have anything. Yeah, because they were considered... Well, that's I the price know. of chivalry. I think it was because they're the weaker sex. But so. why is it when they say no, it is not even discussed? Because they're afraid. I think men are afraid. Afraid of what exactly? What kind of, of what she might say. Is she she might bring up something feminine. <laughs> <laughs> she <laughs> might bring up her period. Who knows? Oh. Who knows? If you said, like, Miss Lily, I expected you yesterday uh, to go to me to church. Mm. Oh, I uh, I just wasn't up to it. But Miss Lily, I waited for you an hour. You must explain yourself. Blood. There was blood on... <laughs> he would be horrified. He would have fainted on the spot. Yeah. <laughs> guy would have fainted on the spot. Yeah. Percy, Percy. There's no guy. There's no guy. Yeah, I so, so I think it's just... It's not appropriate to prod like that oh, at women prod. because they might bring up something disgusting and feminine. <laughs> Ew. But this is weird. I think, honestly, I would like that. What? Just to say no and be taken upon my word. This is it. Now you have to justify and explain and... I'm yeah, sure. because, but it's more equal that way. It is more I mean, equal. if a man stood you up, he oh, would yeah, need absolutely. to explain himself. No, I'm not talking about something as, as st- standing up someone. Yeah. I'm just saying, let's say someone is giving you an unwanted attention. And you say, no, thank you. And that's that's never it. That's, oh, why are you being like that? And uh, smile, oh. sugar, or some shit like that. Oh, no, that is unacceptable. And, yeah. Yeah, and that we didn't gain anything. But I don't think that didn't take place then. I think it happened yeah. with the working classes. Oh, absolutely. Why so I think what classes? happened today, we are all working. Like, there's no, we all suffer from the f- same thing. But I think if there are work, like a high class now, we just don't know about it. No, no, I'm sure. Really? Like, do you think like a woman who is uh, as rich as someone in Lily's circle would have been? I don't think it makes a difference. Oh. Uh, you, if you're talking about badgering a woman. Yeah, yeah, that insisting thing. Harassment. Yeah, that harass. Thank you. I lost the word. That harassing thing. That that became kind of acceptable. Acceptable, I think, exactly. in all circles. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. Uh, it, it's horrifying. I th- this I liked. I loved it. I just imagine what life would be. If when you said no, this is it, that's it. There's no repeat of the same incident. not exactly. Why? Because once she compromised herself, let's say with Gus Trenner, he was as disgusting as any man would be today. Exactly. Kind of, oh, I want want my candy now. Yeah. You took something from me, now I want something back. It was like that. It was as openly. Yeah. And he did it kind of in in a disgusting, insidious way because Mm. he started, he dropped the miss. He was calling her Miss Lily and then he Mm. dropped the miss. Yeah, Lily. She became Lily. He became just plain Lily and he was touching her. Yeah. In the book, it was said like he was public. Her, well, not grabbing her bum or anything. Yeah, just touching her arm. <laughs> touching her arm. Yeah, her elbow. Ooh. Oh my lord. <laughs> yeah. So that's uh, 
Okay, so to go back to the what I was talking about, the scene at the beginning when uh, Lawrence suggested she come up to his uh, apartment, he kind of came of it on the spot and she accepted on the spot. She didn't have such an inappropriate behavior as to hint for him to take her up to his apartment. Yeah. It's true, she had a strange, kind of a strange behavior in the book. She was kind of... I want my tea, but I don't want it here because uh, there are such boring people at Sherry's and I don't want to... And then at his apartment when they came, oh, you live here? Oh, you must be so cool up there. She had something yeah. like that. But it wasn't as suggestive as shown in the movie. No, 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 no. In the movie would have been, oh, I wonder what it is up there. It must be so cool. I'm so hot and tired. <laughs> Yeah, she would have done it like... Yeah, she was almost yeah. doing sort that. Sort of, completely. I don't know if it was the lighting. It, it was a bit dusty. The whole movie co- was dusty. Yeah, I don't know why. But it gave it... So, maybe that's the porn quality we're talking about. Maybe. Yeah. And it was in the acting. Whenever there was Selden and Lily, it yeah. had the porn quality. I think it was intended as romantic, but they completely missed it. <laughs> Absolutely, Miss. It was a weird mixture of romance and uh, yeah. porn. <laughs> With the music going on behind. But you should. Exa- yeah, but I was kind of expecting, you know, that porn cheesy music. I don't know what you're talking about. Yes, of course. That's why you can't look me in the eyes. What is it? I don't know. I don't know, you know, that you I know that music, that porn music. I don't know what you're talking about. Go on. <laughs> that oldies music. Well, just give me a hint. I don't know. I, I, I don't know how to do it. No, I don't know. No, it was just just horrible. And but the thing for me that was completely they got it completely right is the spirit of Selden. That little shit. They got him. Okay, I'm gonna give you clock on hand. I'm gonna give you two minutes. Get it out. That's all I have to say. Did you see the eyeliner on that bitch? Well, going with the poor spirits, I mean, you know, he had to. Yeah. Exactly. And he was always saying mysterious things. The thing is, it was the dialogue according to the book. Yes, it was. I always hated it, like, you know, from I the book. I disliked it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I disliked the, the overly dramatic, the many tragedies and drama that can be avoided by dun-dun-dun speaking. Just saying what you goddamn think. Yeah. From time to time. Not all the time. Let's say you can't do it. You're not a Mr. Rosedale. You're too sophisticated to to speak honestly and plainly. But do it from time to time, and it avoids so many heartache. I don't think he was up to it, Selden. I think he was just playing with her. And here it's obvious. It's obvious. He's, uh, he's a little doll. He's just, uh, he's just around, and he's observing her because she amuses him. See, this is why I don't really like to consider Selden as an important part in Lily Bar's fate. I think he's an accessory. I don't like it when people put things on him because it deresponsibilizes Lily. I oh. said it. Do you see that? Yeah, it wasn't without, right, but you said it. <laughs> without stumbling. People understood, come on. No one knows. I'm sure they will. Anyways, it takes off the responsibility from Lily. Lily had her fate in her hand the whole but time, I... and she chose. She made her choices, she made her know. fate. Made you, make your bed, lie you, in it, you whatever. Cannot... Well, if you're going with the saints uh, for <laughs> Selden, I'm gonna say, little bitch. <laughs> shit or get off the pot <laughs> because see how distinguished i am yes you are very dis- refined I, refined I can, exactly i cannot stand how refined i am <laughs> it's too much such a burden but really he was just lurking around and not doing anything always lurking and never doing anything okay and the way 
She called him a coward at the... Yes, she did. Yeah, at the beginning, again, at Balamount, when she ditches... Uh, what's uh, his name? <laughs> Percy Guy. is so boring and bland that you cannot remember his name for poor Percy. Nor his face. I don't know what he yeah. looks like. No, um, I think I do because he was so boring. It was like kind of an impression. Yeah, Percy Grice. Uh, she drops him for Selden. When she asked him, I think it was a true interpretation of how it was in the book because that's how, at least, that's how I saw it. I saw that she asked him in earnest, would you marry me? Now, for a woman, at any time, but especially mm. at that time, asking a question like that is really difficult. Yeah, I think so. What does he do, little bitch Selden? He He's, laughs. He didn't laugh in no, here. No, in the book he laughed. In the book he laughed. And then here, he said... He kind of smiled you... and she said, no, I don't want to marry you. And then, Because you don't want to. And then he said, only if you do. What does that mean? That is such a cowardly means... position. Because, okay, you know, and this is not. I'm sorry. This is not how. Uh, this is not manly. I know it's no. not. I know it's not a. You know, but this is how. This is what I think. Yeah, I, th I like a decisive man. Exactly. Pursue and then you see what happens. You know what? And uh, you know, take a lesson from Rosedale. He didn't yeah, get her at yeah. the end, but at the end she was almost begging him to take her, and yeah. he wouldn't. The thing is. You no, know, but Rosedale tried to help her to the end. He straight. tried, but the thing is, I'm I'm saying Rosedale when he would she wouldn't even look at him. He was pursuing her. What do you care what she thinks? I, actually, I'm contradicting <laughs> myself because we were thinking talking about the harassment and the thing. Yeah, because the and harasser like, doesn't <laughs> doesn't care what you think. He just pursues you. I'm no. not saying in that way. I'm just saying you're in love with her. Go for it. Yeah, no, come out. Mean. Because I think what we, as women, we appreciate is for a man to take risks. Mm. And because that's why I'm kind of, uh, with all the disadvantages, <laughs> I'm happy to be a woman. Because I think, as a man, yeah. I would never, and oh, I always, yeah. whenever they do it, I'm, I admire them so much. Yeah. Because it's kind of a jump into the void. It is. When you go up to a woman, yeah. and you're kind of out there with your ass naked, I mean, it's horrible. <laughs> it is. That's the thing I think of often, uh, saying situations, and you see them, it's always the man, and it is socially considered to be the man's job, even to now. What? To pursue? To pursue, yeah. I would even say if I think... now, but I guess, uh, it depends on the society, because yeah. um, even in societies that try to yeah. change things, biologically to make it, doesn't it work. so the women can pursue as much, Yeah, I don't think so. Plus, I wouldn't want to. No, honestly, I think it's... It is it's, such an ingrate position. It's a hard job. It's it's really a hard job. And I don't want that job. We don't have to. That's the thing. We don't yeah. have to pursue No, any, we don't. Anyone. Honestly, we don't. But we do make the choices. Yeah, so I understand why she would call him a coward. Because that's yeah. what he was. You know, so we agree. Is... Thank you. Okay. It's over. <laughs> All right. Breathe. breathe. <laughs> we agree that Selden... <laughs> it is a little bit. Okay, he, he's a bit of a coward here, but... The thing is, I like it because it's a theme in Edith Wharton Wharton's book. Wharton? Oh, Wharton's book. Yeah. Weasels. The, oh my lord, pathetic <laughs> weasel. <laughs> like Jordan Peterson said. What? He he apologized later for it, but he called them MGTOWs. I think he called them pathetic weasels. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah. He did. It was funny. Uh, yeah, I think this theme of men that kind of want things but are not ready to take the steps because we saw it with Newland Archer too. It's always in his head. It's always kind of vague, but he's never ready to take the steps. Like here's what I want. I'm gonna get after it, and this is it. You're right. And they tend to love their woman, but never enough to completely trust them. It's always right. love from 
kind of a dreamy place. Right. Yeah. There is a consistency. And there. I think it, it really speaks about Edith Wharton's life. I think we, we should read a third book of her, just Absolutely, to know. Absolutely, to know. So uh, what what happens that's of importance at uh, um, Belmont? So she did. Uh, she completely ruined her chances with uh, with Percy, Percy Grice. Grice. And it's not just her behavior; it's also with Bertha. Bertha got it. Got to uh, Percy Grice. Yeah, she says she told him. Yeah, she that she's a gambler. She she's... told him the truth, actually. Yeah, yeah that she's was... not for him. And she had her deal with the devil with Gus. With Gus Turner. for money. Now, of course, it was wrong of her to come after him like that. Mm. She kind of backstabbed her friend. Judy. Yes, she didn't tell Judy, hey, I'm going to ask your husband to invest money if it would have yeah, for me. Because if it's completely innocent. Exactly. Yeah, that's the thing. Till the end, she keeps telling herself and telling others, well, she told Rosedale, that she didn't know. And she was bad with money matters. Mm. And she was a fool. She didn't, she didn't understand these things. And she thought he was investing her own little income that was badly placed by uh, her aunt's agent. And now Gus Trenner somehow magically, magically makes her, makes thousands. her thousands of dollars. Which was a lot, apparently. Ten, yeah. Because even Rosedale at the end goes, you owe everything? 10000 Yeah. Yeah, it seemed to be a lot. Even now it's a lot. I mean, it's $10,000. Yeah, but uh, at the time, I think she spent it in yeah, little trinkets. Yeah, dresses and opera cloaks and whatever. She keeps maintaining that it was completely innocent mm. and she didn't know what was happening. But the way she did it to all the flirtation with Gus. If you're only asking him to do something that he would do for anyone. The tips came from Rosedale. Yeah. And the fact is, Rosedale would have given him to her directly yeah. if she only asked. Yeah, but, but she wouldn't have known what to do with them, so she needed someone to uh, invest, to use the tips. Gus did that. If she had gone to Judy, which is which seemed her friend, really her friend at the yeah. beginning, she went in a, a no, she went another way. Yeah, yeah, she, I, that's the thing with Lily. She, I think it's the, it's her thinking that I can't do anything wrong. Nothing wrong can happen to me. I, this is uh, it. And she has a movie, bit of a, a bit of a kind of a superiority complex. Maybe, yeah, would have come from her family. Yeah, that they missed in the movie. Her eternal optimism. She even thought that she could get get um, Percy Grice. Percy Grice, <laughs> that she could get him back. When Judy tells her he's gone and he's yeah. fled from you, not only that, but everyone knows. She never realizes how deep in shit she is. Yeah, never sees it. Everybody around her sees it, tells her. But do you think that it was it was achieved in the movie? Did we see it? No, no. In the movie, the whole the whole atmosphere was wrong. I didn't get the descent, the slow descent. I didn't get the that annoying, absolutely unjustified optimism. I didn't get that uh, some dreadful, dreadful scenes that that weren't as stressful in the movie at all. Even though with the visuals, they could have uh, achieved many things, like the the scene with Gus when he trapped her. In the when house? he trapped her, I didn't. I wasn't kind it was of. So wrong. Uh, yeah, I didn't feel anything at all. She was shouty instead of uh, instead of being terrified. And looking for the right way to save herself, it was all absolutely wrong in here. She was shouting, well, screaming. First of all, in the book, he put himself between yeah. her and the door. Meaning, if you want to get to the door, you must go through me. I imagine him being a big guy. Now, yeah. this guy in the in the movie, yeah, he's kind of... Uh, he could just yeah. squash her if he wanted to. But what did he do? He threw a, 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 chair. a chair at the door. Like, she couldn't get the chair aside and just go. Yeah. And... After the whole thing was done, she lingered. Yeah. You wouldn't linger. You're terrified. You wouldn't linger. Exactly. And in the book, it was great that 
even after all of this, even her being terrified out of her wits, she still finds the strength to make it look alright, to have him call she a wanted, servant. First of all, she wanted the servant to be there. Yeah, a servant to call a cab, not himself, yeah. so to make it look, as to make it look legitimate, they and then going outside and telling him, the man who just tried to abuse her, Telling him, oh, give my love to Judy. And that was great. I loved it in the book. You see uh, a side of Lily that is not just a spoiled weakling. Exactly. You see her talents deployed. Yeah, so that was wrong. And then she goes back and she has that fight with her uh, aunt. aunt, And another thing, what do you think of that? I think, me, myself, I think it's completely wrong what they did. Mm. They merged uh, Gertie Farish and Grace Stepney. Completely. What yeah. the hell? I hated it. And I don't understand what was with that thing. Her screaming Lawrence's name. Oh, oh so Lord. when uh, Lily is completely desperate, she almost got raped by uh, Gus. And she put herself in that position. Now, not only that, but she thinks that she she has something to reproach herself because she took money. It was at that meeting when she discovered, apparently, maybe, I'm sure it was at the back of her mind. She knew it wasn't completely clean clean money but it kind of hit her there because he told her the sum yeah. i gave you nine thousand because she said i will repay you oh you will yeah. i gave you nine thousand like there's no way you'll repay me in the book what does she do she goes to the only really kind person she knows which is gertie farish and gertie proves to be really kind till yeah. the end they took Gertie, which is one of the most important characters in the I book. I loved her. She was really interesting as a contrast to Lily. I don't know why the choice to take her out. Not only that, but to mix in the characters of Grace and Gertie Farish. Yeah. Because when Lily is desperate, she goes to Gertie. Now here she goes to Grace, which doesn't and make Grace any is sense. against her all the time. It doesn't make any sense why she would go to her. Grace was so badly played, like you don't understand her motives at all. You don't understand anything. You don't understand, because they took that little thing that Gertie was in love with Lawrence, yeah. and he didn't take any notice of her. He was completely obsessed with Lily, but she loves Lily too. So at some point she kind of manages to understand that he prefers Lily to her, and that's all. Yeah. It's her cousin. And... You shouldn't marry your cousin anyway. <laughs> That's the thing. Here they try to... Uh, I imagine Grace to be elderly anyway. Not elderly, but yeah, older. Yeah, but not this ki- this kind of young girl that, I, that is reasonably pretty. Mm-hmm. I, I imagine someone sort of, yeah, like uh, on the shelf, sort of. Yeah, definitely. On the shelf in a hard situation... She was living in a boarding house. Yeah. Uh, here they made Grace and Lily live in both... At the house with the aunt. So since they mixed in those aspects of kindness that come originally from Gertie Farish and this uh, meanness and uh, jealousy, and, very yeah, and jealousy. the scheming and yeah. the jealousy that are Grace Stepney's. Yeah, they just made a mad woman. Exactly. You don't understand. She has no reason to do what she is. She does, and you don't. It's too polarized. It's ridiculous. If they only took the Grace. Yeah, Stephanie's aspect, which is she's jealous of Lily, of course. Lily doesn't treat her well. Yeah, definitely. Like, oh, uh, uh, Grace will le- read to you, Aunt uh, Julia. Grace will do this, will do. Of course, at the end, when she inherits, it's not. It's yeah. not that unfair. She was keeping company uh, with the aunt yeah. a lot more. So yeah, that that was wrong, and that aspect of Grace being in love with Lawrence. So she kind of sabotages uh, yeah. Lily or is just mean to her. So we see her at the Tableau Vivant. Originally, 
it's Lawrence is talking to uh, to, to Gertie, Gertie Farish, and Gertie admires sincerely admires Lily, yeah. and she goes, "This is the Lily we know," and they kind of have this um, communion between them, both loving Lily, kind of thing. Yeah. Here, Grace fucking hates her guts, but still says, "Oh, this is the Lily I know." Yeah. What is that? I never knew her. She was always mean to you. Yeah, she knows like the worst thing about. Lily. Exactly. And then she admires her out of nowhere. It was ridiculous. I don't know. It wasn't the only ridiculous thing. It was messed up from the start. So, yeah. It wasn't. They cut the wrong things. As you said when you were watching, there were so, so many long scenes, long shots of nothingness. Empty shots. Yeah, you could have exploited that time. Yeah, so uh, then we have uh, Laura uh, Selden doesn't come. Rosedale does come and proposes to her. Apparently he did. I didn't see. Oh, so we yeah. noticed something at the, when he came into her aunt's house. Oh, Lord. I don't know why. When he came in, he just said, Oh, yeah. Well done. Very well done. That was so weird. That the, was ridiculous. What was it? Yeah, out of nowhere. He just came in. Yeah. A what lot was of well things. Done? I don't know. Her servanty to herself. <laughs> I have no idea. Maybe he was talking about the tableau vivant. But it happened weeks ago. No, it doesn't make sense. I have no idea. They do a lot... A lot of things happen in this movie out of absolutely nowhere. And you don't understand what they're talking about. Even if you had read the book, and it doesn't make sense at all. Because in the book, there's many... It's kind of intricate. So I understand some things are are difficult, but they're not helping themselves. Uh, I'll give you an example later. So here, just to this... uh, (laughs) first. So she... When Rosedale was there, she served tea to herself. Yeah, and doesn't serve him. And didn't offer him tea. It was so rude. I have no idea why they did it that way. It was ridiculous. And when she was uh, a fallen woman <laughs> at the end, then he offered her tea. I yeah, was, <laughs> I was thinking, yeah, you should just drink it. Yeah, drink it in front of her while she's exactly. almost fainting. And go remember that day when <laughs> he didn't give me tea. <laughs> yeah, it was completely wrong. The other example of uh, things that. There's too many details to the situation. Now, either you give us all the details so we understand the situation, or we just skip it. The Mrs. Hatch situation. Yeah. So this is at the end, when she's working for Mrs. Hatch. And we see an elderly woman. Lawrence comes to her and goes, uh, this is a compromising position, Uh, you are in a false position, and you should go. This is like you don't know where you are. You don't know where you are. She's just in a respectable, luxurious yeah, hotel being with an elderly woman. Yeah, and she's a secretary, social secretary. Exactly. What's going on? In the book, the woman was younger than Lily, was pushed, and she's a divorcee, and she was pushed to be the future wife of yeah. the son of, of a Van prominent... Osborne. Exactly, the Van Osborne's prominent New York, New York family. Uh, and that was Lily's former circle. Yeah. So it was kind of as if she was... Uh, stabbing her own friends, friends. yeah, by pushing yeah. this Mrs. Hatch into their lives. That that is complicated, I know. So either explain all of this exactly, or just skip it all over. Because when that little and the ridiculousness of them shouting on the in the hotel lobby, speaking of something that of private things, yeah, yeah, I must work, but my friends are letting <laughs> me starve. In the lobby. Yeah, and talking about Mrs. Hatch. Yeah. The client of that same hotel, right down of in the course. lobby. Yeah, that she's uh, compromising. Yeah, you're compromising yourself. No, we don't know, I must work. <laughs> uh, yeah, and uh, Selden came off as, uh, as a patronizing little bitch because he comes at her place of work and yeah. goes, you shouldn't work here. 
Yeah. What? What? What do you have to propose then? Yeah, nothing. Nothing else. I I know th this was. I mean, it was badly done. Badly, badly done. My ass. I'm not just saying my ass. I'm just sitting on my ass hurts. No, she's just saying her ass. Ah. Just, that's what she does. From time to time, she feels a need to like remind herself of her ass. <laughs> that I have it. I do have it. Barely. I'm not <laughs> Is there something okay. that we forgot? So there is the whole thing about uh, going with Bertha yeah. and her yeah. husband and the dreadful that I liked. Oh, the dreadful scene. Mm. Yes, it was it was well done. I think it was well done because Bertha is well done. Bertha is well played. Maybe she does it well. She might be the only Oh, Rosedale yeah. also. Oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. And the aunt. She was no, grey and no, no, the no. No. Oh, I like kind her. of a caricature. Well, wasn't she a bit? I think she, she was, was like uh, the old, uh, old timer. Yeah, but it would have been like from the age of innocence. Would have been Mrs. Welland. Would have yeah. been Mrs. This or that. It's all, all of them like that. But here she was kind of too upright, and because oh. the aunt wasn't that upright, Lily would was able to go to Europe. Yeah. On her own, let alone traveling in the in New York, like she would have been. She had her Can own go. key. She yeah. had her own key. She didn't even need to tell her aunt where yeah, she was yeah. going. Okay, so Rosedale was perfect. The thing is, Rosedale from the first, maybe he was too perfect because physically you don't really see the kind of slimy quality to him that we feel in the book. So here, I don't understand why she refused him at all. From the book, I didn't understand why. No, from the book, you kind of remember. You feel she's disgusted by him. But we don't but I know think, why. He's not I think it's an ingrained thing. That money-making, social climbing, uh, upstart, sort of. Do you think of. she was disgusted by that? But she, because she's a social climber. But she doesn't see herself like that. She sees herself as having the right to things, which her mother put in oh, her mind. Right. Yeah. yeah, she has the right to these things. She was born to it. Mm. But he wasn't. I think it's her education that that makes her hate him. And in the book, yeah, there was that first disgusting thing when he finds her in the uh, at the Benedict. Here he does, but not in the same way somehow. I think because it was more justified in the book. I hated him for doing it. Yeah. But the thing is, Lily snubbed him. Oh yeah, completely. Yeah, here she didn't. First of all, because the encounter happened inside of the building. Yeah. It should have been in the streets. And in the streets. She kind of seems to be um, embarrassed to be seen with him. Oh yeah, kind of thing. true. And that I want to understand what he, why he would want to give her a bit, a little hint that oh, I know what you're about. Come on, come yeah, off your horse. Exactly. That's all. And he she wanted. deserves it. And she deserves it. Yeah. Now here it happened in the privacy of the building. Well, not so much privacy because at yeah. the end the charwoman knew everything. She didn't especially snub him. She was agreeable, kind of agreeable. You know, when she told him that uh, he told her, "I must take you to the station," she said, "Just I don't. I wouldn't want to put you out." Mm. In the book, she was flustered, and she kind of hailed the cab, being yeah. flustered, regretting it. Just just the a second, yeah, yeah. She knew that it was wrong. It was a mistake. She wasn't composed. Yeah. In the film, she was completely composed. So that's why we don't understand why he would. Uh, put her in that embarrassing position just by suggesting that uh, there is no seamstress here. I own the building. Yeah. In here, I like him. I think he's my favorite man in here. Definitely. Absolutely. And I, I think even in the book. I mean, he, I, I, he's honest. He's honest about his goals. He's honest about what he wants from her. Yeah. I like that. And this he's is not great, but Louis doesn't deserve better. Yeah, I think so. It's a deal. It's a she deal. wants money. He wants the social position she can offer him. That's or what we said. she could offer him in the past. And when but, she goes down, and she offers marriage, nearly, and he goes, well, I wasn't going to renew it. 
<gasps> I liked it. That was such yeah. a horrible, horrible scene. It was a humiliating scene, but she she deserved. She got what she she deserved. But in the book, you kind of again respect her why because even in that position, what would you have done? I would have cried. I would have sniveled. <laughs> <laughs> what would you have done? Or actually, I would have. Uh, I think I would have fainted in it. No, not fainted. I don't think I would have had fainted. an attack. <laughs> an attack of what exactly? Like just kind of trembling and foaming <laughs> at the mouth. <laughs> Something horrifying. Anyway, your dignity is gone. He yeah, just said, absolutely. Oh, he kind of laughed a little bit, yeah. just a little bit. Marriage. I wasn't yeah. talking about that. I was yeah. not. I wasn't gonna renew my offer. Oh man, you're not worth it now. And I think she's. She said it like a queen. I will yeah. marry you now. Yeah, like she's offering something. You. She doesn't have. That's the thing. She's never aware of the place she's in, of how precarious her situation is. And in that moment, she was a fallen woman. This is it. She had nowhere to stay. Literally nowhere to stay. Nothing to her name. And she still thinks thinks herself high. Yeah. Mighty. But the thing is. Why you admire her in the book? Because even then, even yeah. after such a dreadful rejection of him, from him, she gets herself out in such a graceful way. Yeah. And she kind of goes, thank you for thinking of me. Thank you for the kindness yeah. of still thinking of me. Something like that. Something so graceful and dignified and something I wouldn't have done. As I said, I, I, know, would, have, I would just have had an attack. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have an attack, but I wished, would have wished to be fainter. There are two characters in the whole the books we read since we started. That gave me the thing, that feeling of, I wish I could be like that. Lizzie, Lizzie Bennet yeah. <laughs> and this one. And this one uh, rarely. Lenny no, this one in the graceful way she can extract herself of very hard situations. Yeah. That she can stay composed. I will never be like that. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I don't think they teach that anymore. I think today we don't have problem with outbursts. Oh, yeah, we do We do shout and say things. It's a good thing in some How you get ways. yourself out of a situation with, like, with Gus Trenner? Oh, it starts throwing shit at him. Yeah, you would fight. Yeah, you get would, your fighting. Yeah, <laughs> you would get your fighting gear on. Yeah, you start kicking. I would kick. Yeah, kick, scream, bite, whatever. But the thing is, what she did, yeah. she kind of found a way to appeal to something in him that is able to be shamed. Because yeah. in the end, she shamed him. Exactly. To, into submission. Reminded him of the position. Of the position. Of the education he received. Exactly. It would yeah. have been kind of shaming his whole ancestors. <laughs> it's not just him. It's yeah, it's a absolutely. whole lineage. You know, they ruined it in the movie because she was shouting. She was screaming. She was screaming. Yeah. He wasn't drunk. That wasn't right at all. He seemed like... Completely um, sober doing this? Yeah. Yeah, so that's why I think it's kind of a smarter way because she got herself out of that situation. I think so. Because fighting a man like that, Wouldn't what are you, what are the nothing. chances? Absolutely, <laughs> like not. you with your kicking, what yeah. would you do? You just break your ankle, your own ankle, and make the job easier for him. <laughs> he just drag you. Oh, that is so horrible. <laughs> I know. No, but just a less horrible situation. Horrible also. Uh, Rosedale's refusal. I I think I would have just been mute with embarrassment. Mute. Yeah, we don't have the composure. And if you tend to be kind of hot-headed like my ass, <laughs> like no composure, you would have at all. insulted him. I would have, I would have said things that I would regret, like the second they come out of my stupid mouth. You would have been a complete racist, like your racism would have, your racism would have shown. Oh man, I am not racist. Yeah, I would have called him you dirty Jew. I, I was. Oh, you weren't gonna marry me. I wasn't gonna marry you. Yeah. But you said you just said that you would. No, no, I didn't. Nuh-uh. Uh-uh, yeah. I was oh, joking. You heard me wrong. 
And the, th- the scene with Bertha. Oh, she went out also. As gracefully as you can go out of that disgusting situation. Meaning that it's an understanding between all these people. They all knew. Yeah. And they all agreed not to help her, first of all. Yeah. And then to ignore the situation. And there was a cousin of hers in that yeah. setting. Like, yeah. With his wife. And who are super, super rich. They could have just taken her. Yeah, no, you don't do that, apparently. Whoever... No, could. they're just cowards. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, is... the cousin also, yeah, became pussy-whipped. George was completely pussy-whipped. Oh, absolutely. George yeah. was the definition of pussy-whipped. I, I like the casting. Yeah, he did have, like, the weakling eyebrows, yeah. sort of. And the mustache. And he looked like... Yeah. He looked like someone with an ulcer. <laughs> and a bit of gout in his elderly days. He's gonna be gout. He's gonna have a gouty constitution. He's gonna have gouty. He's still young now. You know, yeah. he has an ulcer because of Bertha. Because you would yeah. have an ulcer. Uh, if you uh, absolutely, with Bertha. Who <laughs> wouldn't? Who wouldn't? And uh, yeah, and he was so disgusted. As I told you, he's the only one that I understand her refusing him. Uh, what I liked here in the movie, one of the rare things that I liked in the yeah. movie, we see her dozing off a lot in luxurious settings. Yeah, this I loved. You're yeah. right. That she doesn't belong. That are not her own. I mean, yeah. she didn't get. She she doesn't deserve them. And at all. she loves it. And she loves this is it. it. That's the thing with Lily. Loves this. Isn't ready to pay the price for it. Bitch. Nothing is free in this world. You either exactly. work hard for it. You, you see, do. women like Carrie Fisher. Yeah. Working hard. Working hard for it. For her kids. I, I actually, Carrie Fisher, surprisingly, after the first introduction we get with her in the book, didn't ends like. up, but ends up one of my favorite characters. Yeah. yeah. Well, I didn't like her because she was also, uh, she took that lover that was apparently everyone's lover. Oh, yeah, Simpleton, yeah, it's true. Simpleton, she was. What's up with Simpleton? I think Simpleton is gay. I think all of them are wrong. What is this? Like, why? what exactly are I you doing know. with the gay lover? I don't know. He was reading, they like... Like, oh. he's more refined than their husbands. Oh, yeah, reading them French poetry. Exactly, reading French poetry. Oh, my God, pay someone for that. Don't get clinging at Oh, no, they, I think they do sleep with him, of course. I don't know what's going on. It's disgusting anyway. Yeah. So, yeah, the movie was horrible. Disappointed. I'm very disappointed because I was waiting for it all week. Imagine someone that didn't read the book. Oh, they wouldn't get anything. I would absolutely hate it. But, like, in here, I can appreciate some things because I know what they are, where they come from, from the book. And you can kind of look for things. Yeah, and it was a two-hour two hour movie. I mean, more than two hours. So yeah. it's not a short movie. They, they could have... This is it. You know, when you think of, uh, of The Age of Innocence, which was not a simple yeah, book. It was as not. intricate as this one is. Although I do think it's a superior book. I think so, too. You think? I don't think a superior book as much as less frustrating characters. Mm, yeah, kind of. That's why I think The Age of Innocence is a better book because yeah, I cannot find fault more. with that one. Yeah. Except for uh, Madame Olenska a bit, but that one I cannot find fault with. This one, I'm really, really bothered by the by the love story. I don't like it. I think it's contrived. It doesn't matter a lot to me. I think the the whole thing was done so well. The frustration is so strong. The 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 feelings I got. I mean, it, I think it, we like it, stories it hits me about, hard. We like stories about falling. I think so. About disgrace. Because it does make sense. I mean, it can happen to anyone. No one is ever really safe. Oh, you think you can fall? You think there no. is somewhere? <laughs> I don't think there's anywhere for me to fall. No. Like, there's... You're at the I? bottom. Like, this is it, and then there's starvation. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> You're at the bottom now. Yeah. 
I, I like we like it because yeah, it's really true for anyone anywhere to make the one wrong decision that will kind of make a, a chain reaction. Yeah, that's why it's really seductive. Yeah, seductive story. Yeah. So th- something again, one of the rare things I liked uh, in the movie they added because she would she decided to go confront Bertha, Bertha. and save herself. Yeah. And she took the letters. They added the fact that she went to Bertha and she wasn't yeah. there. I and not only it. was she not there, it's not like she's coming back in two hours. No, she's at she's her somewhere. other property yeah, in the yeah. country. That makes it kind of uh, more understandable because from the book it's not understandable why Bertha why doesn't she? even go, uh, why Lily doesn't even go. Yeah. Here, it's kind of fate against her. So she went to Selden. Yeah. Again. In the book, she was going to Bertha, she passed Selden's house, yeah. and she went up to that little shit for him <laughs> to ruin her again. It's, I think it's again framed as, here's the thing that will make you do the right, don't between really right don't moral thing. There's no I'm one. not defending him. I don't think he matters. I really think Lily doesn't yeah, want to, to do the, these things. I really think she's just looking for the excuse not to do You're them. You're right. I just wish you would say with me, <laughs> in unison, <laughs> that Selden is little shit. Should we chant it too with some bells or something? Selden is a little shit. Uh, yeah, so she goes at his house and burns the letters. Uh, the day after that, yeah. like tomorrow morning, he goes into the fireplace, yeah. sees the letters, the letters that Bertha wrote to him and Lily bought. So it would be strange to find him again at his house. He must have yeah. noticed that no. he lost them. And he goes, Lily! Lily! <laughs> What was that? I have no idea. It's like, oh, in a millisecond, yeah. he understood everything. Understood. Oh, letters. She went to give them. Now she changed her mind. They're burning in my fireplace. Lily's going to kill herself. <laughs> That's some Sherlock Holmes shit. Yeah, yeah. Selden, little shit. We didn't know he was that smart. <laughs> Lily! And he goes run into her boarding uh, place and he finds her dead and then he cries a bit. We don't see the thing with the check. Yeah. Here he opens the check, sort of smiles a little. Yeah. I don't know why. The thing in the book, yeah. he suspected he, her. He suspected her again. again and again. That's the thing. Like, they love them, love them. All right. Don't look at me. Yeah. Sort of love them, but never enough to really trust these people. And God damn it, really, talk. <laughs> this is easy. Fucking say things. Like, hey, I saw you with that person. What was going on? Whoops, nothing. Okay. Yeah, yeah, of course, but I think uh, there's a time and place for it. And for sure, in their circle, there was no open, there was no speaking openly. Mm. And especially when it comes to um, lovemaking, they were just saying meaningless shit. Sort of like reciting poetry. Yeah, yeah, thank you. It's like, Like, oh, uh, oh, love me, but never say it. What What is that? What what are you saying exactly, bitch? What is it? (laughs) I can only help you by loving you. Yeah, yeah, I need a job. Yeah, give me some money. <laughs> Not exactly that, but <laughs> if you're... Or yeah. at least, no, d- don't try to badger me then. You're back at it, sorry. Back you? at it, sorry. We need to go now. <laughs> Before start I... Start again? I start on Selden's ass again. I'm sick of that bastard. So we're done with him, right? We are done with him. We are, <laughs> completely. Please. Uh, Alright, so next week we're doing Rebecca. Anyway, people, we're giving you time to do the reading because we are posting the list months in advance. You have really time to read up and follow us. You know, 
Yeah. You have nothing better to do anyway. Yeah, well, we don't, so we assume everybody doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. You know, it's great. Yeah, yeah, it's really I love like. when, uh, when I see an adaptation and I've already read the book, so I know nuances that maybe... Like here, they're missing. Yeah. And yeah. you kind of have pieces of the puzzle that the general public, I mean, people that didn't read the book. Yeah, absolutely. It's a pleasure. Although, although it's a bit of a painful thing, it's very hard to find the good book adaptations. Uh, sometimes it's not conformed to the book. Yeah, no, Like The just... Age of Innocence. Yeah. They, because it's, uh, yeah, it's always, when it's well done, it's well done. There's it's nothing just to having say. a good understanding of what the author wants to say. Or even if you miss things. Yeah. You can always miss certain things. Absolutely. But when you get the, the main idea right, yeah. when Scorsese got that uh, idea of uh, refined violence right, exactly. and it's just one idea. And this is it. Yeah, and he, he kind of sets it everywhere. And you see it every, in small aspects, small details. Here, they don't give importance to details. No. It's the whole opposite, actually. You know, drinking tea without inviting someone, uh, stuff like that. Yeah, Weird. yeah. Let's go. Yeah, it's Scorsese. I mean, uh, yeah, there's no comparison. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so we're gonna go. Uh, see you next time with Rebecca, the book, and uh, I can only love you by helping you. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I can only help you by loving you. <laughs> love you by helping you. <laughs> oh man, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs>